0: I have a special guest today, my dear husband, Mike McGraw.
1: Hello. (laughs)
0: Um, As you might be able to tell in the tone of my voice, the plague has finally gotten me. (laughs) In the last couple of weeks, I have been recovering from COVID, but I am so very grateful to science and this man by my side. (laughs) Aww. Um, Uh. Yes. Uh, What was I saying? That it was not that awful, thank God, because I had... I mean, I would assume that it was because all of my shots and everything uh, kicked into gear. And so it was more of a challenge for me, um, frankly, not dealing with the sickness in itself, but with all of my emotions around it, because it was forcing me to sit still. And... uh, you know, being forced to rest and relax, I'm okay with for a couple of days. And after those first couple of days, I really was starting to, um, it was like my brain started to, like a snake eating its own tail. My mind started to really get going on all of my feelings. And Mike, who is like my little Buddha that I live with and how we see things so differently, which is such an amazing part of our relationship. Mm -hmm. I am constantly managing my emotions, and Mike... Is not. (laughs) So, (laughs) it's so
1: true. (laughs) I mean, kind of more difficult to try to make it more difficult than that. Exactly. (laughs) I just don't
0: exactly so oh man now I've got the giggles um I mean that is literally the foundation to how we work together is I go totally extreme in one direction and Mike is extreme in the other and I think it I think it benefits us I think so too do I do I Does my way benefit you at all? Yeah, yeah, it does. (laughs) In what way? Tell the
1: people. (laughs) I mean, you know, maybe there's times when it's good to worry because you think about things in a different way or, you know, you avoid a certain, you know, pitfall or issue or maybe it's something you should be doing or thinking and maybe I don't think about it, you know, in the way that you would. And then I get that perspective. That's true. Yeah.
0: I would definitely like to claim, though, that the worry part is what I'm – consistently trying to get better at not doing.
1: Sure. I mean, it's sort of like, it. you know, I I don't necessarily want to get burned by fire, but it's nice to know that it's hot. Yes. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And you show me that.
0: Ah. And then you come out with these simple sayings, and it's like, exactly. Why did I even fuss it in the first place? Mm-hmm. So what you had said to me in the, um, during the duration of my COVID quarantine, I was really, I think I was worked up about not even necessarily my sickness. I was thinking about stuff with work and you had said to me, wouldn't it be easier just to deal with the problem as opposed to all the feelings that you are creating around the problem? Exactly. And, uh that kind of blew my mind because even though that is directly speaking to what I share here, um, it just felt deeper and more nuanced. Uh, do you, yeah. do you find yourself? Um, wh- what, do you mean by that? Let's, let's start there that, you know, instead of just, sure. uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, it's like if you have, so you have a your problem, That's there. You have just one problem. That's there. And for you, it was what you were thinking about that day about your work and stuff. Um, It's enough of something to deal with being a problem. It needs a solution. It needs a plan. It needs action. It needs follow through. It needs. I mean, there's there's already emotion that's inherent in that when you just work on the problem itself. But I was observing that you were also tacking on heaps and bounds of feelings and emotions about that problem and it just occurred to me that wouldn't it just be easier if you just dealt with the problems rather than the feelings surrounding it because it's just like you know you 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 don't need to add that to it and sure they exist but it's if you just work on the problem itself then the feelings that that surround the problem they just kind of go poof because they don't exist anymore cuz you dealt with the problem. And even when you're dealing with a problem if the feelings are still there and the problem's still there halfway through dealing with it, you'll inevitably feel better because you're working through it and then the feelings all of a sudden just naturally get better. You know, it's like a kind of a natural evolution.
0: Yes my god thank you you're welcome and what i'm realizing as you're saying this is and i believe i just recently <laughs> um released a podcast episode about this but it's all the story that we create around an issue yeah right so it's like you know i think the 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 point of the podcast episode when i was talking about not adding story to a uh, to things it was more based around Um, when we have a feeling and then we create story around it. And so then it, of course, creates more feeling. And this is similar to that. But with like what Mike is saying is, you know, we can have something that's on our plate that we need to handle. And instead of just handling that, we then also have more story that we add to it. Yeah. So it's the same nuance, but it's amazing how it was a blind spot for me because I've had this and you've been seeing kind of how I've been doing a feeling differently around when I get a feeling I even just had it this afternoon of feeling a lot of feelings of um, kind of insecurity and uncomfortable feelings because I'm reaching back out and getting balls rolling again um, after, you know, being away for a couple of weeks out of my work, being out of commission and kind of getting back into life, it's amazing how uncomfortable it is, you know? And so um, I've been feeling those feelings. And because of that more, more recent insight that I had like a month ago, where it was like, can that feeling be the end of the story? It's been so helpful because I've been able to move through all of these feelings and continue to you know, send out the emails and and reach out to folks. It's been wonderful because, of course, just like Mike is saying, the feeling then moves on. But I couldn't believe when he said, you know, about like the actual task as opposed to the feeling inside of me. I was taking a task and then adding story to the task, and that's what was bogging me down.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know... Everyone goes through it. I've been through it a million times, too, with all different things of, you know, stuff you need to accomplish. And it's you sit in front of the problem and you you just sort of think about all the aspects that are going into the problem and what you have to do to even try to attempt to fix it. And then it's natural to get emotions and feelings about it. It's like, you know, you do laundry and you. You know, we currently have a, a big pile of laundry we need to do right now in current time. This is actually the truth. Mm-hmm. Sitting in our room right now, mm-hmm. and we call it the laundry monster. <laughs> it's it, it's a monster. And, you know, you look at it and you go, oh, God, I don't even want to just, Jesus, I don't want to even pick that up. Oh, we have to do it. and it, So all of that are feelings and emotions and thoughts about it. And if I just went in there right now, left the podcast and started the laundry, it would be started and we probably halfway done by the time we were done you know it's just you know it's one of those things where it's like you have a problem it needs a solution you can put action through it and and you can still have emotions and feelings and all the stuff that goes with it but if all you do is tack on a separate pile of laundry you know (laughs) you're going to end up having to deal with that first yes and that's the issue is that really the only thing you should be dealing with is the problem and then yeah while while you're dealing with the problem manage your emotions and feelings but don't add another problem to the problem
0: yes thank you so much for sharing that um it's i also want to say that it is part of the human condition to be story makers about everything that we have to do and um I also love to have Mike on now and again, because it's humbling, because I want you all to hear what I'm up against myself, because I'm a flipping human being, guys.
1: <laughs> and so am I. Yeah.
0: So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's good for, for everyone to know that I'm not just like floating through life, and neither is Mike, right? I mean, sometimes you do seem to be floating through life.
1: But <laughs> I like to think I hover.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But everybody, all of us are constantly dealing with all of the story that we create out of the things we have to do, the things we have to deal with, the feelings that we're feeling. It's just wonderful to kind of have these little moments of realization around, oh my God, yes, I do that too. And when it, you know, comes into our consciousness Oftentimes, it really helps to allow that behavior or, yeah, allow that behavior, or allow that thinking to move on. It doesn't grab us so tightly, you know, it doesn't allow us to get so gripped, because then you're kind of, you know what you're up to when you're in it. And, you know, there's a level of self-acceptance around when you're in it, oh, well, right? That's, that's kind of the bottom line, too. When you're in it, oh well, but it is so helpful to know what you're up to um, so that way you can kind of maybe make a choice to do something different in the future. So thank you so much, Hubs, for joining me.
1: You are very welcome.
0: (laughs) I hope everybody got a little something out of this today. And... um, I would love to hear from you. I'm going to, I know that we've talked about having the interviews back and those are coming. Um, I'm kind of getting back on my feet with the podcast as far as, Getting back into a flow. I was really loving doing just the 10 minute episodes, as you may have noticed, Uh, but we're bringing folks back on the pod too here soon. So, anyhow, if you do have any questions or topics that you would love to kind of see more around, uh, feel free to reach out. Of course, the hotline number is at the end of the show. Um, And uh, yeah, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Sending love in all directions. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram, at What Moves You with Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at WhatMovesYouwithJesse.com. and please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review. They mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there, too. It is always live at 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now. Let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.